Welcome to the Passion Fit Coaching Podcast. This podcast is hosted by my husband, Tom Ward, and it is produced and directed by professional athlete Lydia Dant. Tom is our Passion Fit Coaching Strategy... No, what are you again? What are you you actually? Coaching Strategy Creator. So whilst we're trying to figure out the finer details of what Tom's title really means, sit back and enjoy the podcast. Okay, so I'm here with Matt, who is one of our coached athletes at PassionFit. So Matt, I won't ask you for an interesting fact about yourself, as um, ahead of this, you caveat it with saying, oh, I'm, I'm a bit boring, um, but you're not, um, and you're far more interesting than I am. So do you want to introduce yourself, um, tell us what you do for work, and um, any other things that you think are interesting or just relevant? Uh, yeah, uh, hi, I'm Matt. Um, I am an electrician um, by trade. Uh, done that for the last 11 years um, like I say nothing really interesting about me I just like like sport um, do it for fun really and then just like challenging myself every time every so often so you've actually got quite an interesting sporting background because you used to play rugby yeah didn't yeah, you yeah. used to so, play rugby since I was a kid yeah yeah and to a pretty decent level okay level yeah okay. <laughs> very modest um, so why did you why did you start triathlon then um, start triathlon is literally um, just after Covid actually um, I thought yeah, just after COVID, I was like, oh, I kind of need a new challenge. Just got back into swimming again, because uh, all oh, pools were shut during swimming. Just just got back into that. Felt really good, and then I just saw a local a local uh, super sprint triathlon, so I thought, ah, why not? <laughs> What's the worst that can do? Um, so I entered it. I just had a little... I borrowed a mountain bike from my brother. and Brilliant. Yeah, I just <laughs> ride around football park and that. Uh, the swim went perfect. Loved it. Uh, overtook a load of people in that, so it was just quite exciting. Um and then the run as well, loved it again. Just really like enjoyed it, finished it with a sense of like, with a pride on my face, <laughs> massive smile. And so yeah, I just carried on from there. It was great. And then what happened with your triathlon journey from there then? Because how long have you been with us now? Uh, around seven months now, I joined last June. Because so, I remember yeah. when you came in for a bike fit initially. Yeah. And it's been really cool, hasn't it, since then? It has, yeah. It's gone on an upwards trajectory from there. Big time. So Big talk time. us through, like, your 2023 then. So the things that you're doing, like, how... Oh, wow. Um, how yeah. you kind of, I guess, like, your triathlon journey's going, really. Um, yeah, so since I first went in for... Because I found you guys in May, and I thought I'd do an endless pool session. And yeah. I thought, oh, I just need a bike. Fit. Might as well have a bike fit as well, because I'm not really that comfortable on the bike. And I thought, oh, get a bike fit to see if it fits me. And then uh, from the end of the sport session, because I was training for uh, the Blenheim Sprint Try yes. for my first sprint, which was quite intimidating at first, but seemed all right. But then also f- the main reason for doing the end of the is I was doing a 10K swim. I, I know, that's it. nuts, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, swimming was quite therapeutic and it's quite, I go to my happy place then, yeah. just, in the, just in the lake, so it was fine. And it, that was one of the best races I'd done. And then from there, it was kind of, Doing doing some running, doing some running as well, trying to get the the mileage up on that. Doing the half marathon in Cheltenham, which how did that go? Uh, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, from <laughs> any, what I remember, any cool stories about that? Uh, from what I remember, it, it was fine up till mile twelve, and then don't know that. Uh, Go on, tell us what happened. Well, um, yeah, just uh, it was a bit hot on the day, uh, not a lot of water, and yeah, uh, saw Lauren on mile twelve, and then. Yeah, just woke woke up with a load of e- with a load of patches on me on an ECG. So, <laughs> and your mum making sure that yeah, the photo was captured. Yeah, m- at the mum moment. and dad making sure the uh, photo was on point for <laughs> YouTube and Insta. So it was all good. And then it was um, I wasn't planning on to because because uh, costs and all that stuff. We went to a swim camp in October, which um, I don't know why I was hesitant about it because it was one of the best experiences we've ever had and in that year in general and then I just thought never done an Olympic coming from the sprint earlier in the year gained a lot of experience gained so much to learn from as well but then going to Ocean Lava with no expectations with all you guys was just it's one of the best experiences and amazing sense of achievement you could ever wish for and that's pretty much 2023 wrapped up really because it was just 
the, yeah, for me, Ocean Isle was amazing. It was phenomenal, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? It's one of my best race experiences. Yeah, because we all had stars on our faces at the end, and all the pictures. Time. Yeah, and the oh, video sums up. I know, it was ace. I remember yeah. when we did one of the open water swim practice sessions. Yeah, and like we stopped, and you were like, just like, this is flipping incredible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because swimming and sea, I never really done that before as well. Because when we were in our little group, just I think it was just me, you, and Ian at the time. Yeah, we were swimming on our own. And um, we literally stopped to like wait for a bit, and I was literally looking around. It's like, oh wow, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Some new from water in the sea. It was next level. Mm. It was really cool. So, mm. how have you found like so? Because it's been a pretty exciting year, hasn't it? From going from like in twenty twenty three of the um, Blenheim Sprint, and then like I said, you had the ten k swim, yeah. half marathon, and then going through to the Olympic yeah. distance at Ocean Lava as well. Yeah, is that kind of how you thought your year was going to go? No, I'll be honest, I thought, um, I just did a little sprint triathlon and a swim, and I just thought, oh, that'd be it. I, I didn't, I wasn't planning on being coached, I'll be honest, um, because when I first went for my uh, endless pool with Lauren, it was it was talked about, uh, but I never really thought I'd go through with it, for obviously, for a number of reasons why, but one, I didn't think I was good enough for you guys, I know it's a bit stupid now thinking about it, looking back, but I never thought I was... Uh, good enough uh, to be able to be coached by you lot but then looking back and coming back like to where we are now best decision yeah 100%, yeah 100% yeah just a lot more confident a lot more calmer it's, it just feels just feels right and if you know what I mean yeah no I'm exactly the same mm. like it's the best thing I ever did mm. um and it's been wicked, like, because we swim together yeah. in in the same lane, don't we? And, um, yeah, I mean, you say that about the, that we all swim at David Lloyd together. And I still remember the first, one of the first sessions I'd done, I, I, I had to go, well, not had to go in lane two, but I was in lane two at the back. And then, and now I'm trying to follow your feet, which is like, in the seven months, I'd, well, sorry, it would it'd probably be about five months Yeah. from there to now. The swim journey has just gone on, on up, up, upwards. This is amazing. It's nuts. It's mm. so cool. It's so cool to see, and also like just how how much you see in yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been like wicked because both of us are like really introverted, aren't we? Yeah, we're not really. We're not really uh, <laughs> we're, like, outgoing. Sit there in silence, but also just feel really happy doing. Yeah, that. exactly. We just like um, observing. Yeah, watch all the confident people do what they need to do. Yeah, let them do their thing, yeah. and we'll just sit there quietly. But it's quite nice that we've got the group that just don't judge you for doing that. No, exactly. Yeah, you can just be yourself, and no one judges you. And if they, if you want to like and be involved in certain things they involve you so to me it's like the best thing ever so yeah it's wicked isn't yeah. it so you you're like, like i can't imagine now having the community without you um, oh stop it <laughs> i'm not exactly one to mince words am I, <laughs> that's true actually <laughs> say how it is <laughs> but it's like it's amazing like just how over this past it doesn't feel like it's only been like seven months no no to be fair it has gone quite, really quickly yeah really quickly and yeah so what does your 2024 look like? And longer as well, because you've got some pretty... I've thick... got some pretty <laughs> ambitious goals. And Go I've, on, I've, set, <clears throat> I've set them quite far in advance as well, so we've got plenty of time. Uh, so 2024 is looking... Um, so hopefully be going to camp for you guys. Yeah. That's the plan. And then be able to do a couple of Olympic sprints. Uh, sorry, Olympic sprints. Olympic tries. Yeah, that's, that's my. Did you add move. them together? Oh God! Struggle <laughs> <laughs> with that. Uh, yeah, so a couple Might of Olympics. Oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, to get the um, basic, I know I can do them now. I I I know I've got the distance I can do. Uh, so it's mainly just getting a bit more feel with transitions and stuff like that. Just get it all in my head, and then uh, f- uh, probably one open water swim just a 5k time trial just just enjoy that because i like to lake swimming so just treat it a bit of water swim practice as well and then i think the main race is um uh weymouth at the end of the year or swansea depending if i'm ready in time which uh, i probably could be but i think the more time i have the better but that's a discussion with lauren for another day um but yeah with a couple of half marathons mixed in there because i got a bit of unfinished business with one of them so got to get past mile 12 really yeah got past mile 12 and actually remember it yeah <laughs> and actually like stay for the photo instead of one to get taken for me <laughs> it made good youtube footage yeah it, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> someone's got to do that person at some point uh, yeah someone's got to be the european frame guy haven't they exactly <laughs> someone's got to win the award so so that's your 2024 and what are your like longer term goals that you've got a lot of planning to do a lot of planning them? so after the 70.3 would be 
that would be the main goal this year. And then next year is hopefully moving up to the full distance. Hell yeah. So, um, yeah, actually be... that. I don't know what race I'm doing next uh, the year after. I think that's one for the one for planning next year. And the year after that is kind of um, moving into swimming a lot more. Open water, uh, getting practice, enter a few races, enter more cold races, which will prepare me for the year after, potentially, if I get if I get in time <laughs> and actually book it, is uh, potentially swimming the uh, English Channel. Here we go. Yeah. Um, I like swimming anyway, um, but I just need to learn how to do it properly. <laughs> I'm much more comfortable um, because my pacing at the moment is not the best. <laughs> what happened the other day? <laughs> uh, we uh, we did like a little chain gang, didn't we? We did. A uh, little chain gang and Tom said, oh, oh Matt, you lead first. Just because I was, I was sort of the weakest swimmer, so I thought... We start we start a bit easier, but I thought it'd be a good idea to go at a one nineteen pace to start with. Yep. And uh, yeah, it just kind of went downhill from there. And there was me. I was there yeah. thinking, oh my gosh, he's hit this really really yeah, hard. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how the bearing rest of this is going to go. It was Not 1K. just for, for you, but for the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. Bearing in mind, we still got nine hundred meters to go. Yeah. <laughs> chain gang swimming to go. And I lasted four hundred meters by the time I had to go to lead two. <laughs> <laughs> I had to dip out. <laughs> So what makes you want to do the channel swim? Because that's obviously massive. Oh, it's a long time um, swimming. How long do you think it'll take you? Uh, well, I was, well, hope, hopefully around 14, potentially around 14 hours. Oh. Potentially. Um, depends out because it's four years away, so it's quite a lot. I can get quite a lot stronger in that time. Well, yeah. And that's the idea. But uh, the reason why is um, I was speaking to Lauren about it uh, for our goals for this year, last year it was. And... Um, she said, um, oh, what are your swimming aspirations and stuff like that? And um, I said, well, I, I kind of like to do a lot more lake swimming. I said I wanted to do the uh, lakes in the Lake District at one point. Because yeah, they do like a triple crown there. So it'd be nice to do those three. And then Lauren mentioned about some uh, person she had in an endless pool um, that said, oh, he has um, yeah, big aspirations like yourself in a way. And he said, oh, he's just some channel a couple of years ago. And he said he absolutely loved it. And it got me thinking, actually. And I was like... Uh, yeah, I could, I could do that because I always set. The problem with me is I set, I set quite big goals for myself, and I kind of expect myself to reach them. And if I, I always end up. I do sometimes reach them, and I sometimes. That's why I need coaches because I, if I want to achieve a goal, I would do anything to do it mm-hmm. without anyone helping me along the way because I'd probably beat myself into a corner before I, if if I try to do it. Yeah. So someone to manage that would be amazing would be great and what yeah no i understand that because yeah. it's like you kind of like hell bent on doing it it's... yeah you're kind of so determined to do it you'll do anything to do it yeah whereas if you had someone saying look do it this way do it that way take a break yeah that's, <laughs> that's the key thing you, you have to take a break is it sometimes yeah because otherwise you go in a downward spiral and yeah. it's horrible how to help someone get you that balance and perspective yeah 100%. is that is this a goal you ever thought you'd set yourself no no I believe me, uh, like the start of the last year, it was kind of do the triathlon. I was like, that's it. I, I had no aspirations. I was do my uh, like eight to, a nine to five job every day and just go to the gym after work. That was that was my life basically. Uh, I never expected myself to buy a bike. I never expected myself to do early morning bike sessions, for example. Exactly, I know. Yeah. Uh, going for a group run, for example, I never expected myself to run in a group. Uh, the group swims. So I always used to swim on my own because. I used to enjoy it, but now I enjoy it even more with people. So, yeah, and things it's like that. It's your birthday on Tuesday, isn't and it? And my birthday on Tuesday <laughs> So as well. what set are we going to do? 30 times 200. Oh. Hopefully a nice turnaround. <laughs> You've though. actually booked the day off work. I've actually booked the day off work so I can do it and complete it. Because I thought it would be a bit harsh if I <laughs> left halfway. Stitch this all up. Stitch this all up, yeah. yeah cheers that one. Kind of like the chain gang. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, deal with that. <laughs> and over, over this like past, I guess, seven months now... Hmm. What's the one biggest thing you could say that you've learnt? Uh, biggest thing, I, be yourself. Everyone, okay. I because yeah, be yourself because there's no point pretending to be someone different for someone to like you, in a way. Because I've been who I am since I've joined, and I've been nothing. Been everyone's been so welcoming to me, and I've made so many friends because of it. Um, yeah, that's the main piece of thing. Just be yourself and just enjoy it because everyone else will help you along with the journey. Wicked. I think we'll end it there. That's awesome. Thanks, Matt. Cheers, Liz. Thanks.
Okay, so I'm here with Richard, who is one of our coached athletes at PassionFit. Richard, would you like to just introduce yourself, um, give us a little bit of info about uh, what you do, your background, um, and if you've got an interesting fact, go for it, but don't worry about that piece too much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Richard Osborne, aged 60 and a quarter, I think. Um, yeah, 60 and a quarter, because yeah. we had to do a special swim set. For yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 that was September, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that one. <laughs> yeah, so, um, <clears throat> oh, God, a bit of background, I guess. So, um, uh, I've actually got my own company, IT services, uh, IT services company, um, and in terms of sort of sport, sporting background, I had uh, I've got very very little sporting group background to be quite uh, to be quite honest. I used to play um, cricket and rugby and those sort of sports at uh, at school. Um, and then I probably had a period of about sort of thirty thirty years where I did absolutely nothing from sort of late. Late, late, sorry, twenty years from late twenties to sort of late forties, I literally did no sport, uh, no sport at all. Um, <clears throat> then I got to I got to about forty eight, forty nine, and um, I was, it was kind of getting to the stage where I was when I was trying when I was uh, shopping for clothes. Um, it was actually getting to the end of the uh, end of the sort of uh, range of sizes. So I thought I've got I've got to do something, otherwise I'm going to end up off the uh, off the rail. Um, so I decided to um, <clears throat> decide to lose some weight and try and get, try and get a bit of fitness. Um, went to a actually tried to go to a gym. So I did the sort of pre medical assessment at the gym, and they told me that um, I couldn't join. I had to go and see a doctor immediately because of uh, high blood pressure and things like that. So I went to see a doctor. Um, they give me all the options of medication or sort of diet and losing losing weight. So I went for the um, diet and losing weight, um, and. <clears throat> I can't remember the exact amount of weight I lost, but probably about 20 kilograms, something like that. So it was quite... So you lost about 20 kilos? Yeah, yeah, it was about 20 kilograms. And then um, <clears throat> I started on the weight loss uh, weight loss journey, and I did manage to join a, join a gym. I um, started off really by just swimming, swimming to start with. Literally started just swimming 10 lengths, um, and then just trying to increase that by one, one, one length uh, or a couple of lengths, uh, lengths a week. Um, I also got into... Uh, just uh, sort of tre treadmill walking, running, and then just gr gradually started to do a few, few, few little bit more bits and uh, bits and pieces. Um, and then the local gym, there was a there was a running club, so I, I did the couch to five k, and that's re really where it all where it all started. So kind of quite got into running, got up to half marathon marathon type distance, um, and then just I just seemed to sort of drift into triathlon because I, I was I was already doing a bit of swimming, got a bike. Um, so started doing a little bit of triathlon, all, all yourself, all yourself coached. Um, and then I think I did a sprint, sprint triathlon. So that was the first one I did, and then I, gra I gradually built it up over a couple of years to half Ironman distance. Um, and I've always had, a, always had an ambition to do. Uh, ever since I got into the sort of fitness, uh, fitness journey, I've always had an ambition to do, uh, do a full Ironman. And uh, the, the Ironman I want to do is Ironman Lanzarote because. There's just something magical about the island. It's got it's got like a real sort of family connection for us. Um, probably going there for I don't know twenty five years plus in terms of uh, family family holidays. Um, also did my first Olympic distance triathlon at uh, Lanzarote, so there's a real connection there. Um, so, that, so that's that's the side of what, what I wanted to do. So twenty nineteen, I think I did my first um, half Ironman, um, and then COVID hit and sort of. Training just all went to bed. I was I was still sort of running, but it was all very much just same old, same old. Just run the same routes, same sort of distances, and I sort of decided at that point I needed if I was going to do a full Ironman, I did need to have some have some help, and that's you know actually I, th I think um, I think I found Passion Fit just off sort of some sort of Google searches and mm. things like that. So that's how that's how I originally found Passion Fit because I'm, I'm not actually local to the Charlton area. I live in uh, live in Manchester. Um, and then I, I joined initially the virtual bike uh, bike sessions, which was the first. Uh, it was it was really eye opening actually because it was the first structured um, um, training sessions ever done. Found those really be beneficial, and also enjoyed the um, being part of the community as well. That made a big uh, that made a big uh, big difference. And I think about February um, last year, I, uh, I I came on on board as being fully fully coached. And um, just I've just really enjoyed it since then. It's honestly the best decision I've uh, I've made in terms of um, in terms of fitness. It's just uh, it's, it has it, just been completely cha changed everything. Really, I mean, uh, <clears throat> I enjoy the training that much now. It's almost 
booking events sort of it, it sort of disrupts the disrupts the training. So it's um, but I, I've still got the goal of Ironman Lanzarote. Hopefully this year. I've had a bit of a setback um, last couple of months with a bit of a running injury, but uh, I seem to be over that now. So fingers crossed, I'll be uh, be all okay, all okay for that. Ready to roll for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be wicked to do that all like together because I think there's quite a few people like quite keen for it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you say it together, I'm sure you'll be uh, probably about ten hours faster than me. But <laughs> don't ten hours. Yeah, yeah. If I'm lucky, I see you a couple of times on the bike or on the road. You do. That's like the thing. That. You yeah, will. Yeah, that's yeah, a really cool yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like seeing everyone. It always makes me laugh because we've actually done a few uh, events together. Yeah, we have, haven't we? Yeah. And every time you go past me, I'm always like waving on the bike and say, oh, "Lydia, and, uh, you know, all you ever do is just sort of." A, I try my hardest to wave. I promise I'm waving on the inside. I do try. Are we going to thumbs up from the aerial position or something yeah. like that? That's about as far as it goes. I'm always thinking it in my head as well, if that helps. <laughs> no, it's quite cool. So we have done quite a few, haven't we? Because we've done yeah. a volcano try at La Santa. Yeah. Um, we've done the 70.3 in Lanzarote. Uh, ocean lava yeah. in Lanzarote as well. And ocean lava um, was the best experience ever. Of 2023. Did, um, yeah. Yeah, because we did uh, the swim camp beforehand. Yeah. Um, and it was just really, you know, it was excellent group of people great training great weather and uh, the race itself was just superb it was uh, you know, really, really enjoyable and how was like um like making the decision to like kind of go a bit more all in with with having the support of the coach like changed your like triathlon journey but also like potentially had an impact on your wider life as well um i think it's brought like well it's certainly brought some structure into into my in, into the training everything i do is very very structured very very organized now which i, I, I quite i quite like um I, I could have obviously just joined a local triathlon club but i didn't really want to do that because i didn't want to um get sort of sucked into the sort of performance uh, performance side of things um um <clears throat> yeah it's I don't know, it's just because we do all the sort of mindset type of thing, and uh, you know, it's mainly mainly applied to sport, but it, it does sort of drift into wider wider life as well. It's uh, it, it definitely does have a have an impact, yeah. And so is is because you said you turned sixty, mm. it'll be last year, sixty yeah. and a quarter now. Yeah. So is Ironman Lanzarote kind of like a big goal in line with that, or like how would you find balancing, I guess, age and and the athletic piece as well? Well, <laughs> I think. It wasn't well. It was a goal to do it when I was six uh, in my sixtieth year, um, but uh, and really only, I only want to do one one Ironman. After I've done the one Ironman, I'm just going to go back and do the half Ironman because you know it's it is quite hard to be quite honest on the on, on the bodies. The training levels um, increases. It is it is quite hard. But uh, yeah, so I kind of think if I don't do it this year, then I'll probably struggle to ever do it really. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you find you strike like that balance with getting the amount of recovery you need? Um, with like the increase, I guess you're experiencing at the moment towards the Lanzarote. Yeah, well, it's uh, obviously I'm guided by uh, very much guided by Lauren, um, but I just uh, you know we just tend to try and plan the sessions so um, I get I, I get good recovery time between because running's really the the main one which causes yeah. the um, causes the stress on the body. So just make sure the runs are sort of well, well well spaced out and um, and planned in really. And so what last year like because you always talked about like ocean lava mm. and swim camp. What was your actual highlight of twenty twenty three and why? Um, in terms of, I mean, it was tough for you personally last uh, last year. But in terms of uh, in terms of sport, that um, I, definitely that uh, definitely that swim camp. I mean, there were so many things that happened during that swim camp that were just, just so enjoyable. The actual race itself um, and the support from the rest of um, um, the rest of the passion of the team was just was just amazing. Really, I mean, I was I was probably about. I don't know, half an hour, forty-five minutes last to finish, but everybody actually waited for me to finish. And just um, you know, when you look at the videos, look at the pictures, it looks like I've won the race. Now, <laughs> <laughs> towards the back of the field, but uh, yeah, that sporting highlight was definitely, definitely it. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. And so, when since you started your triathlon journey mm -hmm. up until now, what's the biggest thing you've learned, like about yourself, and have you surprised yourself in any way? I continue to surprise myself. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I think I think the thing that triathlon does do it's something. It's uh, I think mental tough, toughness. It certainly helps with uh, helps with that. When things get hard, you just need to um, you, know, you, you just need to get your head down and get get on with it really and try and put out your mind all the negative uh, thoughts, negative voices that uh, that go on, uh, and that is something which sort of goes on to normal life as well I think really it's um, it's 
when times are tough, you just got to have some have some resilience there. And funny enough, I won the uh, Resilience Award, didn't I? The yes, you did. <laughs> the you awards did. party at the end of last Very year. Very well deserved, it was. <laughs> and um, when you first started, you started on this fitness journey and um, like the initial, like I guess, goal of joining a gym and then had to rework through how to make that feasible. Mm-hmm. Did you ever imagine that at this point you would then be considering doing an Ironman in uh, 2024? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, it has been quite a, quite a journey. So from, from 49, literally... You know, massively overweight, done no exercise whatsoever to get to get to. The, I mean, uh, uh, some some days, look at the day's training session. I just afterwards, I think, how on earth have I done that? I, you know, because we did um, a bike session the other week, and mm. uh, at the start of it, I thought, I'm just not. Be, I'm never going to be able to do this. And then at the end of it, you've done it, and you think, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's mine. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Mm. What you can achieve, and um. Like so, so on on that I guess on that journey, have you ever felt points where you haven't been as motivated? Because it sounds like you've got a really strong why behind. Yeah. I guess the impetus that was around like the clothes piece and mm. um, for starting this. Have you ever kind of gone through any phases? I know you mentioned like lockdowns a little bit tricky, but have you kind of always had that yeah, internal I've, drive? Yeah, I've always had that drive. I think the the, the times where it becomes hardest is when you're um, injured. Really, I mean, the, the last couple of months have been sort of tough. So you know, injury-wise, but even then, I mean, the great thing about triathlon is when you can't run, you, you can swim and bike. So we swim, yeah. swimming and uh, biking's actually improved over the last uh, over the last couple of months. Um, just got to get the uh, runner back now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, it's a good point because there is like yeah, that's the beauty of having three sports to juggle. Is like mm-hmm. you yeah. can then balance them all based on what's going on. And then, in terms of like twenty twenty four, then because you also mentioned you mentioned about Ironman Lanzarote, have you got any other? like goals or aims and it don't have to be like directly race related but just like like on personal development like wider life or how do you see your kind of balance going in 2024 <laughs> survival's the main one survival <laughs> every day is a bonus really <laughs> well it's true for all of us isn't yeah, it yeah yeah well i mean i do actually feel um it probably sounds a bit daft but i do actually feel a massive privilege being able to do what i can uh, what i can do um you know because a lot of people my age I just can't can't do this sort of stuff, and I get so much enjoyment out of it. Um, it's uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> every day's a bonus, as I say. <laughs> yeah, just keep enjoying it and loving yeah, what you're doing. Enjoying. I've got a few other events uh, in mind for this year, uh, but Lanzarote Man is the uh, is the main one. The main one, get that one cracked. Yeah, <laughs> wicked. Thanks, Richard. That was awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm here with Lauren, who's actually one of the athletes that I work with. Um, she has the, well, I don't know if it's a pleasure to work with me. Um, she's nodding. I think that's just being nice. Um, so, Lauren, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, give us a little bit of background about yourself. And you do actually have an interesting fact as well. Yes, I do. And I'll start with that. God, maybe get you get you sucked <laughs> in. Um, I can roll my tongue the wrong way. And I've just tried to do this and I can't. I've like, been sat here for the past five minutes trying to do it. You've been doing that the whole time now. No, no. Anyway, no I'm not giving one. my secret away anyway, sorry. No, you've saved that <laughs> one for another podcast episode. Anyway, yeah, so I'm Lauren, as Lydia has said. Um, I'm 34. I've been with Passion Fit for about six or seven months now. Um, I'm a vet by day. You are. Um, one day a week I also teach vet students, which is really quite fun and, and exciting, and I enjoy that. Um, Did they enjoy it? I hope so. I think so. I've accidentally been yeah, all made better. Yeah, I've accidentally been swimming with them a few times now. Yeah, it's funny when you put that on your swim feedback. You're like, just met these people who actually (laughs) teach. Yeah, so that's quite nice to see them outside of work. But yeah, it's a really good balance between doing and and then passing on what we know and and inspiring others. Yes, there we go. Education, all about the learning. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, um, big question, because you've actually been doing triathlon for a couple of years, really. Ish. On and off, yeah. Well, tell us about your first race and why did you decide to do it and how did it go? Okay, yeah. First race for me was Ironman UK. And, and was that the first triathlon you've done as well? I did do a little sprint as a warm up to learn how to do transitions. Okay. <laughs> and then straight into Ironman UK and Bolton. Yeah. And that was 2021. No, true. 22. We're 2024 now. Gosh, yeah. Okay, I know. so that was 2022. Yeah. Um, so I went into that off a background of running um, a bit of mountain biking and then since meeting my now fiance, Zach, a bit more cycling. Um, so I went in with the just the challenge, really, wanting to, to do something and I suppose not tick it off a list, but, you know, say that I could do that. Um, so that was the goal. And I certainly did. And I did enjoy it. But what I really enjoyed more was the training and the getting there. Did you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And how how did you feel like when you got to the start line mm-hmm. for Bolton? Um, how did you feel that day? Petrified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still don't like swimming in the deep end of a pool, so just being faced with that lake was really quite overwhelming. And I have swum in open water, you know, practice, yeah. but it's still really really took me back and I thought gosh why am I doing this actually do I want to do this I'm not <laughs> sure now um, but once I got going it was absolutely fine and what did you like about it there what was the kind of because it's obviously a massive time commitment to firstly go for doing mm-hmm. full distance and then actually the whole race itself is it's huge what was it that kind of attracted you to doing that well I already knew that I enjoyed running and and cycling and that was a hobby for me outside of work anyway um, but I do just like the constant development and self-development yeah um and just trying to to be a better version of yourself and then after bolton mm-hmm. what was on next on the cards for you um I took a step back a bit from triathlon not on purpose just didn't have any races planned so um i had a fairly relaxed summer just swimming and cycling for fun and into the winter the same um and then i did manchester marathon Nice. Um, in early 23, which, so that was just a lot of run training really up until then. Um, and then I'd entered staffs, 70.3. Yes. Um, and I went into that with about eight weeks of training, going back to swimming again as well, having had a bit of a hiatus from that. Um, and then got in touch with you again. Yes. Just a week before for some cycle coaching. Um, and then ended up being coached off the back of that. So <laughs> it was pretty cool, wasn't it? <laughs> bit of a sequence of events, but yeah. Really good decision. Good. And... So how did you find staffs then? What did you kind of learn from that race? What was your perspective on it now when you look back on it? I, um, I think I learned that racing with others and the community around was, was the highlight. Um, the after feeling, not necessarily the feeling of completing it, but the, the buzz around everyone else at the end of it was, was the best part. Um, and then knowing that the hard work I'd put in, even though it was in a short period of time, mm. had you know, translated and it had gone well. Yeah, it was pretty awesome, wasn't Despite it, actually? Being bloody hot i know it was <laughs> it like i was that's like it's got this weird thing where it, it just suddenly is like this like micro heat wave yeah on race week for staffs like i think i've only i've done i've done staffs a couple of times mm. and it's always been hot mm. like really really hot and, and i was hoping it wasn't going to be but yeah i know it's like <laughs> literally the opposite to the conditions that you want to Inspected, race with you yeah. i'd lived down the road so it's not like i thought <laughs> oh it's gonna be really hot then you know stafford june it's gonna be boiling i anticipated it being a hell of a lot colder than it was but never mind <laughs> i know i know but um and you also had some really other cool things going on last year as well because um you mountain bike like you said earlier mm-hmm. so you did a little bit of mountain bike racing yeah how yeah, was that thanks for that Lauren. <laughs> um so that was that was an eye-opener i was there racing against cross-country riders on my enduro bike but that was great fun and again it was the community and being around everyone else it was just brilliant even if i did feel like i was dying at points um not for the right reasons <laughs> i think we all feel like that mountain <laughs> yeah. bike racing yeah true true but yeah no it was it was really good being around everyone else and you still like you mountain bike quite regularly, don't you? Yeah. Like yeah. most weeks at yeah. the moment. Yeah, at the moment, trying to keep my just time on the bike up. Um, I really love the technical side of it. I like going downhill as well as uphill. Um, but I do actually now more enjoy the the climbs. Yes. Than I used to. Yeah. So yeah. And you've even diversified into the gravel biking as well. I have. No thanks to you. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I'm just a really good influence. Yeah, I think you. Yeah. You did say. I think you did say the other day. Gravel bike is the best bike ever. I might have done yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and you did some enduro as well didn't you yes yeah that was gosh that was November no I did a night yeah night, night one yeah the night yeah, one. some of it was in the daylight hasten to add um but yeah that was uh, over in Wales um a place that I do cycle at quite regularly so I know it quite well but certainly wasn't expecting to to do an, anything competitively there but I ended up um coming first in my age category which was you did, a surprise and yeah a nice side effect of just all the hard work uh, and consistency we've been doing with all the group rides yeah no it's been wicked and um what was like the highlight from last year because you also came and raced at ocean lava as well didn't you mm-hmm. that that's definitely is that the one yeah absolutely well, that's <laughs> probably sort of the high point from sort of my life so far really in that respect in the sporting sporting side of so things so talk us through that race experience like how you found like the whole day like being there um just how it went for you really well the build-up to it was your best bit... race of oh yeah year. yeah definitely the build-up to it was a little bit rocky and that i got myself into a bit of a an anxious tizzle i think is the word to say but um <laughs> by the time race day came i, I sorted myself out and i just realized everyone was around it's going to be fine and just got on with it um and i just took in all of it 
the whole the whole way through you know just sort of breathing it in going wow look what i'm doing and when i was up amongst those volcanoes on the bike as well you just can't you just couldn't beat it just have to pinch yourself don't you exactly um so i probably could have you know been cycling a little bit quicker but i don't care i was just enjoying the scenery (laughs) it was great and then the run i won't lie to start with the run it was a little bit uh bit hot and a bit arduous but once I'd sort of ticked off a lap, I was like, oh, actually, this is fine. Settle in. Everyone's around. It's great. You looked super comfortable in that run. I think in hindsight, I was, yeah. It's just to start with, I probably was, oh, gosh, it's a bit warm again. Yeah, you but, looked you know. really, really composed. Mm. Like, each lap, you looked exactly the same. Oh, good. Just there, like, just sort of tapping it out. Yeah. But what do you say is the difference of, like, how you felt across different races then? Like, because it's been quite interesting, hasn't it? Like, mm. how your sort of perspective of races has changed? Definitely, yeah. So I'm not focusing on the outcome, really with the most recent races um it's been about enjoying the experience and and also just what i've done to get there yeah yeah and you've got lots of exciting things coming up for 2024 Mm -hmm. yep one you keep forgetting about oh yes i am getting married (laughs) (laughs) thank you for the reminder yeah yeah sorry zach (laughs) so what else have you got coming up in 2024 so once we have got married um our honeymoon (laughs) is going to be ironman austria hopefully if we get there which i'm sure we will but gonna try my best um so to remember to turn up to the wedding so you can go on the honeymoon yeah exactly yeah Yeah, it's prerequisite to the other really (laughs) so yeah we've got ironman austria which is in june um hoping to just give that my best shot it would be incredible if i could qualify for the world champs in nice as well um so we'll see how it goes that's awesome that'd be really cool world champs in nice yeah and uh yeah just with the atmosphere with everybody else i know i'm re- i'll be really excited for that bike course mm. well look, it's cool isn't it with all the, the descending on it <laughs> like well you should love it because it's like basically just not not mountain bike on the road because that's road riding but like technically from a technical perspective that'd be ideal for you if i could maybe put some wider bars on my tt bike i might agree with you <laughs> this is what i'm i'm interested about like because i I was I called it before the men's race. I said someone's going to put a dropper on their TT bike, and mm-hmm. um, and they did. And I'm in, I was intrigued to see if like any new niece specific bikes were going to come out. Oh. That's what I was quite fascinated about because I thought oh, dropper. I've been already trying to work out like what bike would I use or like how would I change it up. Um, yeah, so it was quite cool. Mm. So I was thinking like go super aero road bike. Yeah. Maybe with a dropper, because some of those corners, back down cold events are pretty um, tasty. Mm. Um, and like working out if you could go for, would you bother with the disc wheel option as well? Oh. I so, mean, I can't think about those things myself. I'll just think about getting there to start with. Cool. <laughs> and the swim's cool. Yeah. Sea swim. Sea swim. Really nice sea swim and great location. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'd be quite cool to hopefully have a few of us going. Because I think quite a few of the girls are keen off the back of Swansea 70.3. Mm-hmm to try and qualify as well you have to come and be cheer squad as well oh definitely can't wait for that yeah that'll be wicked um okay so that's some pretty cool 2024 goals coming up for you and life events yes. that you've got to remember yes yes and um, most importantly are all the wedding arrangements sorted uh, getting there getting there mm. but you've got your shoes sorted <laughs> trainers got the important ones sorted <laughs> <laughs> priorities in check <laughs> that's awesome and then so What's the biggest thing you've learnt in the past like year and a bit, or since starting triathlon, and how has that changed? Um, that it's all just being—it's just part of the process, and enjoying it is what matters, and not how it turns out at the end. Really, um, just using it to better yourself. I think that's the main—the main learning. How, how has it changed you? What would you say is like what you've kind of seen in yourself? Uh, I think, generally speaking, I'm a lot happier, a lot more positive. Um, I don't want to say I'm more outgoing because I am a bit introverted normally, but um, I found my people, you know, yeah. in the community. So I can be in that situation. I can be a lot more myself. It's good, isn't it? Everyone just feels a lot more chilled and content when it's like that. Yeah. Good. Um, have you got any questions for me? Oh, gosh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> I just thought, quick fire. Oh, no, no, no. You'll have to come back to me with that one. <laughs> what was the question I... I was on the, what was it on the other day? Oh, I was on the bike session on the morning when I uh, we were doing Q and A sessions mm-hmm. on the Christmas Ben top mm-hmm. ride, and um, I said to Tom, I was like, "Would you rather do an Ironman bike leg on a unicycle, or <laughs> have to hop the run?" The marathon? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's a question for you. Would you rather do an Ironman bike leg on a unicycle, or have to hop the marathon? Well, you can technically do the run the bike leg 
as long as you're holding onto the bike in any way, shape or form, can't you? Yeah, so I think I'll go with the unicycle option. Unicycle, there you go. <laughs> I heard it first, here first. I don't have to be unicycling properly. <laughs> oh gosh, no. <laughs> I do have one question for you then. Oh, one word to sum up the best thing for you about your triathlon journey. One single word. Um... One single word, yeah. Well, it's kind of two. Can I choose two? Oh, okay. Well, I was life changing. Okay. Well, you can hyphen that. Or you? transformational. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. What's yours? Community. Love it. There we go. We'll end that there. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> Thanks, Lydia. Okay, so I'm here with Ryan who is at our Studio Experience Weekend at Passion Fit Coaching. He's one of our coach athletes. So Ryan, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm not going to bother asking for interesting facts, uh, unless you've got one about yourself, because they stress me out. No, no interesting facts from me. Um, just just not much to say, really. I'm Ryan, and yeah, do a bit of triathlon from time to time. What do you do for work, Ryan? I work in sales, so I spend a lot of my time sat down, talking with people in the houses about their heating requirements. And getting fish and chips bought for you. I politely declined on that occasion, <laughs> but yeah, 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 we really helped to go out and he was very appreciative and to show his thanks, he offered to buy me dinner. That's a winner. <laughs> it would have been, yeah, it would have been, it would have been a pretty good thing. So the question I'm asking everyone to start with is why did you start doing triathlon? Um, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, so my sporting background comes from teen sports, I used to play a lot of football, um, but I kind of gave it up at about I don't know, maybe the age of 28. And I was sick and tired of getting kicked and having ankle injuries and all sorts of other bits and pieces, but I needed to be quite active. So my brother's then girlfriend, now wife, challenged me to sign up for a triathlon and I took the bait. Here we go, what was your first one? Mallorca, uh, well, it was training for Mallorca, 70.3, but it was actually the Cheltenham Lido was the first ever triathlon that I did. Was it, how did yes. it go? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I hadn't ridden much on the bike previously. It was a, a bike I'd bought from the 2012 Olympics and ridden once and it stayed in a shed. Um, but no, it was good. I was happy with it. It wasn't too bad. I lost count on the swim. was told to get out early. So what I thought was early, but I was going to take that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take that. And then what did you do after that? How did it kind of continue? Because you obviously decided you liked it. Yeah, well, COVID got in the way. Mm -hmm. So I was training, training like solo and... That was going okay, um, and then COVID came and, and stopped everything. So I had a bit of time training solo and then training with a club, and yeah, just kind of went out and had a hell of a time out there. Really what, in Mallorca? In Mallorca, or? yeah. Um, so that was your first 70.3? Yeah, I went straight in at the deep end. What, that had been in which year? What, 2020? 223? Oh, that would have been 22, I think. Yeah. We're in 2024 now, aren't we? Yes. Just keep remembering. Yes. 2022, yes. Okay, and how did that go then, as your first experience of 7.3? So you oh, went I from loved the. It. You loved it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, how did I'm you... not sure if it's the Mediterranean weather. Yeah, that does help. Or the, uh, the event itself. No, it was really, really good fun. Really enjoyed the swim. Um, it was interesting. I tried to sort of do a bit of a pre ride of the course. Um, probably a bit long a couple of days before so learning experience there and we tried to swim beforehand as well the swim the, the sea was quite rough in the days before the race but come race day it was flat as anything yeah, and nice. that was a joy so yeah um, it was good with not a lot of sea experience sea swim experience it was it was a nice day for me and then what did you do after that because you've actually in a relatively short amount of time mm -hmm. managed to do quite a fair bit really in terms of races and experiences. Yeah, so I, after that one, um, same year, did Outlaw X with a couple of guys from my club. That was a lot of fun, just really fun to race together. And then the year just gone, took myself off to St. George to race the 70.3. Nice. And that was so much fun. <laughs> I'd really recommend it. Don't go away without your bike is kind of the lesson I'm learning here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> exactly. So it's been a pretty, um, yeah, kind of good year. And then you've made some interesting decisions this year as well, because, I mean, you work with, with me. I do. 
Uh, well, I don't know if that's a good experience. Uh, <laughs> I'll, um, I'll, I'll be honest. You and can say be honest because I'll edit it out. <laughs> there's, yeah, it's been it's been really good fun, really yeah, enjoyable, good learning experience. I think for the both of us actually. Yeah, big time, massively. <laughs> so like, it's fascinating. And um, so you've got some interesting goals for. Well, you actually changed your goals for 2023, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I was struggling with uh, an injury for my back, and I think two weeks, three weeks before Ironman Wales, I was signed up for. Yeah. I had to defer. Because um, I was never going to make make the bike course, um, so that's twenty twenty four on the calendar, and I have Nice seventy point three in the June as well, June before. So cool. nice little stepping stone. And how looking back now, how do you feel about the decisions you made in twenty twenty three about Ironman Wales? Um, I think the decision to do it in the first place was a solid one because I quite like a challenge, and it's a hell of a challenge. Um, and I think looking back, I could have been more proactive in my um, acknowledgement of my injury rather than burying my head in the sand and then mm-hmm. getting closer and closer and closer. But on the flip side of that, I think it would probably work out better to have a better experience next time round when I'm fully functional and fit and tromping at the bit to get out of it. Yeah, and it was really good because um, we were both down at Wales, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, went down to support, yeah. And it was, you, it was so good as well, wasn't it? Oh, I, I can assure you next year, it's not going to be the same weather. It was water or sunshine. I know. It was so good. The next year, probably rain all day. But it'd be fun. It would be really cool. And like, how did you, when you were there, because sometimes people get like very of not doing it, did you feel pretty, like you seem to be enjoying it? Oh, I there? loved it, I loved and it. So I, um again took my bike with me yes. so I, I got a little ride in the day before I did the um, a bit of a loop out to the, the Pembroke angle back in so it's about 70k and my back was in pieces so I knew that I'd made the right decision to defer um, so I the day of the race was was literally just enjoy it for what it is support the guys that I was I was down with well, I was, I was um, supposed to be competing with a guy from the, the club and he was still doing it, and I thought it'd be good to go down and support him. So I had a lovely weekend down there. Anyway, a couple of the other guys from the club come down, so there's a good good support crew. And then bumping into you guys as well was fantastic. Um, it's just just a fantastic day out. But having the mindset of, well, I can do this next year. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is going to be me next year, and it was just so much fun. It's quite cool as well because like it's nice knowing when you're there and you can because I, I did the same as you basically like I I'd entered Ironman Wales in 2018 to go and do it I didn't do it I did, I at that time you could withdraw your entry so you got like a partial refund you can't do that now if Ironman no that's no, like no. back in the day which makes you sound like I've been in traffic for a really long time <laughs> um but I was the same I deferred it went down and supported Lauren was racing and there's loads of other guys from Passion Fit down there and I was like I felt really good about my decision because I was like do you know what it's more exciting now thinking about this in 12 months time knowing I've given myself the best opportunity absolutely to like yeah. massively enjoy it rather than getting to this race and thinking oh, I feel like a little bit under duress just to get it done yeah um, and possibly not finish and not actually enjoy it absolutely I'd agree with that yeah. it's it's quite nice isn't it like knowing that feeling absolutely. so you say you've got Nice 70.3 on the cards for next year yeah and again there's a, a bit of a crew of us going out from uh, my local tri club as well so that's going to be be quite fun that is yeah, I think cool. there's six of us going out that's cool and that's quite it's quite interesting actually because you're getting the balance really well aren't you between being a coach athlete a passion fit but still being really actively involved in um in gloucester tri which is our local tri club yeah it's it's not a case of one or the other um it could be quite a nice balance between the two um where you have the input from your coach to make you a better athlete or not necessarily athlete um it's 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 kind of a, a, a more well-rounded individual yeah. with the goal being athletic performance in this situation, but also still keeping contact and, and training with and supporting the, the guys or them supporting me on those training, long training days, for example, as well, or even even just a swim, I swim a lot with, a, with another guy, and it's just nice to have some of the accountability of, right, I'm going to be at the pool at 7.30, I'll see you there, and then you can't not turn up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you stated it then. Indeed. It's happening. Yeah. No, it's a really cool blend. It's good to see you get that as well, because that mix of like social, but also being really clear on what your goals are and the support you need to, to help you towards those. Yeah. It's been wicked to see. 
Um, and then, so 2024, that's what you've got in the cards. And what has been, over the last like like few months really, the biggest thing you've learnt? Oh, that's quite a deep question, isn't it? The biggest thing that I've learnt in the time that I've been training with Passion Fit. Or just generally about or just yourself. Because like, you've got a really interesting work done out to balance as well, haven't you? With like, the hours. Pretty and... unpredictable, yeah. Um, I'd say the biggest thing I've learnt is to accept things for what they are rather than try and force things. So not every day is going to go perfectly. You might have your plans and that might work out, which is great when it does. But you might also end up working and finishing three hours later than you expected, and trying not to get in a bit of a in a bit of a grump about that, <laughs> um, which can be difficult at times. But you got to accept it for what it is and take the rough with the smooth in many cases, haven't you? And what are you most excited about for next year? It's just Wales, isn't it? Get to that start line. I I can imagine it right now probably a bit, bit wetter than it was this year but it just just the atmosphere at the start of that race was insane and I just, just want a piece of that action it's gonna be wicked can't wait thanks that Ryan we'll finish it there nice cheers. one cheers okay so I'm here with Zach um, so Zach do you want to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about what you do for work um, and any other if you've got an interesting fact about yourself you can drop that into but don't feel like that's a prerequisite yeah, um, hi, I'm Zach. Um, for work, I am a civil engineer, um, but um, the, the fun fact is, a, well, not the fun fact, but um, I mainly work in wastewater treatment, so dealing yes. with people's, people's sewage. Um, and I suppose, not an interesting fact, but my um, partner is Lauren, who is also, or is part of Passion Fit. So, yeah. There's your fun fact. Lauren came up with her fun fact, was that she can roll her tongue the other way around. Which I've been trying to do and I, I can't like, work it out at all. I can barely just roll my tongue. So. <laughs> That's just like next level. Um, okay, so you say you're a civil engineer. Uh, you work in wastewater. How long have you done that for? Seven and a half years. 2016 I started. Nice. So, Enjoy yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, good company um, I work for. And yeah, yeah, it's good. thing is, people don't see wastewater in the right way, do they? No, not at all. I think most people don't, yeah. Most people don't know what's going on with the water or the wastewater and the fact that there's so much going on in the background, but I know you know a bit about that. I know. I won't, I won't bore everyone with this again because everyone will be like, oh, you talked about like water all the time. But no, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Like, having like worked in seven-track water and done clean water and wastewater, like, it opened my eyes when I started doing that, especially on the wastewater treatment works so of, yeah. we just have no comprehension yeah. of what we're doing. And it's like out of sight, out of mind. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> put it down the toilet and someone else Not has to problem. deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel for them the moment for both clean water and wastewater the amount of flooding. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah, a lot of my live sites have all been uh, pretty pretty close to or have been flooded during the works yeah, that we're, we've been on. So yeah. It's stressful. <laughs> right, we'll get back to triathlon where everyone turns off the podcast because they're like, I can't believe they're just chatting about water. Um, we could chat about it for hours. And, uh, right, so why did you start triathlon? Um... Well, uh, I suppose partially because of Lauren, um, but also just because I just enjoy being out on bike, I enjoy running. Didn't ever used to think I would ever say that when I first started running. Um, and used to swim a bit as a kid, um, just, yeah, basically pulling three things, well, two things together that I really liked. Um, and just enjoy being out and doing things. So less the, not necessarily not enjoying challenges, but less the challenge and just enjoying doing the, 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 the disciplines I like. Because you've got quite a cool cycling background, haven't you? Um, well, I don't know if it's so cool, but yeah, I mean, I've been <laughs> I've been cycling, well, so I've been cycling for quite a while, um, but um, uh, mainly picked it up more so when I was at university. Um, and as part of that, I was quite early on in, weirdly, Cardiff University didn't actually have a cycle club, um, partly because they had two very good local teams so they had um ajax and jiff who um and the mandy uh the mandy track that's in cardiff has obviously has, has brought through a lot of our british talents such as luke rowe garant thomas um danny king etc um so yeah it was a great place to be for that um so in one of my years i was cycling at the local team and then um basically a group of people got together and we 
got a bit of a club together um, and then was involved in that and developing that. Um, so we went from nothing to about 100 members in, in a year. That's cool. And actually turned into one of the biggest athletics clubs uh, at the university, which is cool. Um, and then was also involved um, in helping set up the Cardiff University Triathlon Club too. Nice. Um, but mainly just cycled with them and ran <laughs> and not, didn't really swim. Um, but yeah, so yeah, and, and then just generally cycling and cycling has always kind of been part of my life. I mountain biked as a kid with my brother. Um, I remember crying a lot going up hills. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's always kind of been there. And then um, whilst I was at uni, um, when I was doing a, a year in industry, so kind of a gap year of whilst at uni, um, because of commitments of traveling and stuff, I kind of wasn't getting a lot of time on the bike. So I decided to pick up running for the first time properly um, and entered my first marathon, which was probably a baptism of fire because it was the only time Shrewsbury's ever done a marathon. And it was pretty hilly for your first ever marathon. And also my training was appalling. etc so I think I'd done 12 miles before I did that marathon oh really (laughs) so yeah not not what you meant to do a few more to go after that yeah so yeah so how how long have you been doing triathlon for then so um two years I think properly I did some when I was a kid yeah okay (laughs) um but yeah um just because I already did quite a lot of running and cycling um and probably a bit naively decided that a full distance Ironman was like kind of the first right challenge for a triathlon. <laughs> Straight in at the deep end. Yeah. So that was Bolton, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And how did you find that? I loved it. Um, there was a couple of points on the bike that maybe I was just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was great. I re- really enjoyed the swim actually. Um, out, out in the airport, it was nice and calm. Um, so that was, that was good. Um, the, the bike, although it was a lap, um, I really enjoyed. I quite enjoyed ticking off the laps as we went round. It was a nice like flat leg out to get onto the laps. And then you went up over the moors and there was some, some good support up some of the hills. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I knew it was um, quite a challenge in the sense of like probably always in my life I've probably pushed things over the like kind of a bit harder than I need to mm. um, when I'm doing those kind of things. So it was just like, take it easy, take it steady. And it was just all about enjoying it and finishing was the key thing. Um, but that came with its own then reward because it meant towards the end of the run, I actually felt really good. Yeah. And it meant I took it all in, um, actually sped up, um, probably had my fastest split in the last like 5K um, and just like, yeah, just enjoyed it. and. Weirdly, also meant I was absolutely fine the next day as well. Fine the next day after an Ironman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great. And loved it. And and part of that as well was obviously um, having my partner there as well. So having Lauren cool, there yeah. and seeing her come over. Um, and that's a bit for me that is, is a lot of my events. And there's obviously a trend, which is all the, a lot of my events follow what she does. Um, not because she decides, but most of the time, probably. Um, <laughs> but it's nice seeing her progress through and kind of doing them together and... The amount of times I'm not saying I always finish first, but the amount of times I'm there at the end watching the the timer and tracking her on a little waiting. model uh, screen, seeing if she's gonna, yeah, where where she is. Um, but yeah, I mean, probably the biggest thing about Bolton was actually how worried she was at the start, and I didn't. Uh, well, I suppose that's probably not great, but basically I just left her straight at the swim, um, and then <laughs> and then spent the entire bike worrying that she had had a mechanical fallen off. <laughs> like how do you manage when you're both out on the course together yeah like do you see each other do you I so, say, do you think about each other well i do i have no she idea probably if she, she probably doesn't <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like, peace and quiet <laughs> like, how long can i drag this out for <laughs> um yeah i do um and like obviously if it's not laps or something you don't see each other so bolton the first time i saw her i think i was in my second lap of the run and i saw her coming in on the bike so that was kind of then I was like happy because I knew she'd obviously come in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's just uh, sometimes I think if you get into your zone, you don't. So um, Manchester this year probably wasn't until I was finished because so focused on what I was doing and also probably had pushed a bit too hard. So probably couldn't think about much more than keeping one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And then you went on to do staffs 
as well out, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, so yeah, um, so in 23 I did staffs and Vitruvian, yeah, and um, half distance. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed staffs, it was very hot. Um, I kind of went into that with no real goal, just to just to see what happened. Um, probably pushed a bit hard on the bike, not knowing where I was, um, which I think suffered for the run because I basically cramped from about a minute into the run all the way through. Um, probably up there with the most painful two hours of my life. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was good, and um, it was kind of Lauren's starting to passion fit. Um, so seeing support from passion fit people on um, like around the route and then there's a we we actually joined um new t uh, team new to try yeah um, as kind of a start yeah a starter and they were there too supporting um so yeah it was nice to nice to be out and have some support and also family and friends were there too so it's good and then um, how did the rest of your year go like from the goals you kind of had and um plans for the year to how it then panned out and how you feel about that now yeah, so I think I didn't probably come into 23 really having any major plans. It was just enjoy the process and enjoy the events I did. Um, but, it, you know, it's turned into it turned into quite a good year for me. Um, I achieved a bit of a life goal, um, which I think I can probably go and improve anyway. But I've always wanted to be able to go sub three hour on a marathon. I know it's not about time goals, but it's still nice, isn't it? So um, managed to do that, um, which was great. And then really enjoyed... Um, um, actually going back to Cardiff to do the Cardiff half as well um, and again nice little bonus actually it gave me a PB um, but it was nice to go around all of like my old running grounds and go past my old houses and stuff whilst also That's enjoying cool. it um, go past the back of my engineering building and what have you so yeah it was uh, it was nice um, and then I think probably for me um, I don't know Vitruvian was the one that I executed the best um so that that was a great day out and in, just in what way do you think what was the just i think pacing everything nicely um again it was surprisingly hot um we had been slightly acclimatized because we'd been away like the week before um but it was i think it was just pacing things just taking it in not not pushing too hard on the bike keeping the legs a bit fresher for the run again not not pushing too hard but it just meant i was a bit prepped and thought about my nutrition a bit better on that as well so yeah it's good um, but yeah, I think the, the key thing for me in 23 has just been just enjoying like the processes um, the training and uh, not that Lauren probably said it, but yeah, d doing it with, uh, doing it with Lauren throughout as well. <laughs> she said something similar-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I think she forgot about me. <laughs> She's making sure she doesn't forget about the wedding. <laughs> yeah, well that might be important. <laughs> yeah. She's so, getting ready there at least, so I know she were, she'll be on site. <laughs> yeah, so you're also uh, prepping for Ironman Austria for next year, aren't you? I am, yeah. So what are your kind of thoughts about that race at the moment and like the balance you've got, I guess, with your with your job and wider life and how you kind of see that panning out and how you kind of set your goals aligned with that? Yeah, I don't think I've thought too heavily about it at the moment. I am kind of just, again, it's... I, I am probably someone that quite likes just go doing things for enjoying them for what they are Le less saying you know I want to I don't know a lot of people obviously focus on times but yeah just I just want to enjoy the process and enjoy the day take it in the, the main thing I'm actually looking forward to Austria is the swim looks fun um, although apparently potentially carnage when you get into like the narrow section um, but the bike is like going to be an epic way just to see like 112 miles of Austria countryside because it's a single loop and yeah, just looking forward to kind of taking it all in, enjoying it. <laughs> That's going to be your honeymoon as well Yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have two weeks of also doing a bit of touring around in our van um, and then go to Austria, do do the Ironman and then hopefully be able to still do some stuff afterwards. <laughs> That's awesome. What do you think you're going to do afterwards? Like. Yeah, so we've got no plan yet. Yeah. So, no. Because <laughs> you kind of like travel has become quite a big part of you your life hasn't it yeah like, it has yeah every day yeah and what do you think like how do you think that's has that helped you at all like what do you think you've kind of learnt from from integrating it as part of your life and has it helped in other areas of your life as well i think it helps it helps me in terms of like i want like motivation not motivation but um like having a bit of structure to things not just i think when i'm not doing something i'm probably the worst worst i can be um so i like i like to keep busy anyway um but but not 
I suppose, aimlessly busy. Yeah. So actually having some structure to it um, and kind of setting some goals to go with it um, helps. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not probably very bearable if I'm not doing a lot. I'm not very good at sitting still. I'm not very good at relaxing. <laughs> so, yeah, which I probably need to get better at. I was going to say, then how do you find the balance the other way of making sure you're not uh, doing too much? That's probably something I'll have to work on. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the tricky one, isn't it? When yeah. you're like doing and making sure like if you're training you're also recovering yeah um yeah which is easier said than done for a lot of us isn't it yeah yeah no i'm not really good at sitting still so that's probably something it's probably like a goal of 20 24 i suppose to figure out how to chill a bit <laughs> yeah sit still and what do you say is the biggest thing you've learned in like sort of 2023 and like well longer term really because you've been involved in sport for a long like quite a bit now generally um that you think's kind of important to take into like the next year or how you kind of see things differently now compared to when you first started participating well, in cycling or triathlon well probably maybe not quite the answer to that question but the bits that i've enjoyed the most are the bits when i've been involved in a, a group of people but especially like kind of like-minded but it's also it's not just about it's not just about numbers which is what a lot of people seem to get hung up on it so actually about enjoying it and being a group that support another so it was something that I really really liked about the cycle club we set up yeah it was it was all inclusive we it really helped that we had that track there that supported that as well which meant we had super beginners that really had no idea but we always had the overlap and made sure everyone was together you still have the social side of it as well but I think developing the communities and being part of those I I, I enjoy being part of and kind of seeing people's journeys as well um, and maybe being involved in them um, so that's probably not quite the same answer I like that, that's awesome yeah. yeah. and how do you think you can do that in 2024? <laughs> <laughs> well potentially getting more involved in Fashion Pit um, so getting involved and becoming part of this community even more so so I've, I've been a community member since July yeah, I think I think so somewhere around there tearing um, it up on the virtual bikes <laughs> Um, yeah, so I suppose just get more involved in that. Um, I keep trying to figure out if I can, there's a couple of people at work that are, are getting involved in like run journeys. So I've been trying to rein them in because nice. <laughs> they're all going a little bit crazy with too mileage much. and too yeah. much too quickly. Um, so yeah, trying to, trying to help out where I can with others as well on their journeys. We need to get you in on the 3D printing, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my brother, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> bike parts on tap yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wicked zach um we'll finish it there thank you very much for uh cool jumping thank on. you